Good morning. It's Tuesday, the 20th of February, and I am Jaspreet Kalra, the day's host for all you need to know, BQ Prime's daily morning update. Your regular host and my colleague, Alex, is on vacation, so I will be taking you through the things you need to know before you start your day. Let's jump right in. Monday was a happening day on the global front as US President Joe Biden made a surprise visit to Ukraine's capital city, Kyiv. President Biden spent 23 hours on Ukrainian territory and his visit emphasized Western support for Ukraine. The visit comes just a few days ahead of the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. A fresh pair of earthquakes measuring 6.4 and 5.8 on the magnitude scale struck Turkey late on Monday evening, two weeks after major tremors caused significant loss of life and property in the country. The fresh quakes led to the death of three more people, with 213 people taken to hospitals. The total death toll from the earthquakes stands at over 41,000 people. Football club Manchester United has started looking through acquisition bids it has received ahead of a Friday evening deadline. While the club has received multiple bids already, only two of them are public and have come from Sheikh Jassim bin Hamad Al Thani, the chairman of the Qatar Islamic Bank, and Jim Ratcliffe, founder of the Ineos Petrochemical Company and Britain's richest man, according to a Wall Street Journal report. Manchester United, which is listed on the New York Stock Exchange, currently has a market value of over $4 billion. The US Supreme Court will hear two back-to-back oral arguments this week that could have significant bearing on the future of the internet. The two cases are titled Gonzalez vs. Google and Twitter vs. Tamne, and both of them deal with whether tech platforms and social media companies can be sued for recommending content to their users or for supporting acts of international terrorism by hosting terrorist content, according to a CNN report. Rulings in the cases are expected by the end of June. Indian billionaire Anil Agarwal's plan to trim a massive debt pile has hit a roadblock after the government said it would block the sale of a zinc manufacturing unit. SNP Global Ratings had indicated earlier this month that Agarwal's Vedanta Resources debt scores may come under pressure if it is unable to raise $2 billion and or sell its international zinc assets. Vedanta Resources has bonds worth $4.7 billion maturing in the next three and a half years, according to a Bloomberg report. BVR Subramaniam, a former bureaucrat, has been appointed as the chief executive officer of Niti Aayog. Subramaniam replaces Parmeshwaran Ayer, who has been named as an executive director at the World Bank. Subramaniam's appointment is for a period of two years. Looking at the early moves in the markets, the Nikkei index was pretty much flat during early morning hours in India, while Australia's S&P ASX 200 was down about half a percentage point. The US dollar's rally appears to have slowed as we head into Tuesday and market participants await economic data. U.S. equity features have also softened, indicating that there may be more downward pressure in store for U.S. stocks. With that, it's over to Neeraj Shah to take us through the trade setup for the day. Hi, Neeraj. Thanks, Jaspreet. And as you rightly said, most markets are trading with a weak bias ahead of the FOMC minutes on Wednesday. The Nifty 2 has formed a bearish candle continuously for three days on a row, and that might come to hurt us. But let's see if indeed we take supports closer to the 200-day moving averages. If you saw yesterday's trade, the stocks or the themes which did well were the ones that uh, the market is talking about and we mentioned on the trade setup as well, which is Persistent Systems, Samvardhana Madarsan, Shri Siemens. These are all the liquid names from IT, from autos, and from cement. And these were the three sectors that stood out in trade yesterday. Mid-cap IT most certainly had a very good run 
And you could very well likely see the optimism out there continue on IT names after the calls from Cisco or Coresight research, which showed that U.S. spending on tech may actually continue. As far as uh, stocks in focus or in news today goes, uh, the Adani Group stocks will be in focus. Standard disclaimer, of course, the Adani Group is in the process of acquiring 49% stake in BQ Prime, which is the host of this podcast. So Adani Ports has paid SBI Mutual Fund's due amount of 1,500 crores yesterday and will also pay another 1,000 crores of commercial papers due in March. Um, Adani Enterprises, ACC and Ambuja, all three would be in focus because Ambuja and ACC and the transporters in Himachal Pradesh have reached an amicable solution to dispute between them over the freight rates, which clears the way for reopening of the cement factories in a couple of locations after a period of 67 days. So that should be construed as a positive. In other news, BEML has signed an MOU with Delhi Metro Rail Corporation-led special purpose vehicle that has been shortlisted for constructing the first phase of the Bahrain Metro Rail project where BEML will manufacture and supply the metro rolling stock. So this should be construed positive for BEML. And GR Infra Projects has uh, emerged as a successful bidder for two national highways logistics management projects in Uttarakhand, which are worth about 3,600 crores. Also, brokerages are sanguine on Samvartana Madrasan Post, the SAS acquisition. Most notes from Morgan Stanley, Nomura or NK are sounding positive. And Morgan Stanley has a constructive report on banks amidst the chatter of peak margins and rising rates.